and gentlemen. How are you doing out there? This is episode 95, Intergalactic Interviews. The voice you're hearing right now is that of one MD, but I am also known as Jamie. Across from me right now is uh, my special co-host, always awesome, always amazing, Michael Saavedra. And uh, on our boards today is uh, the the beautiful, Mm. the, uh, the pretty. Nope. Chris Martin, C-Mart to most of y'all. I do exist. Yeah, uh, he's a good guy. Can't can't complain, right? Obviously, he's a good guy. Mm. Uh, this is Intergalactic Interviews, and um, this week, we're going to be doing one of our crew episodes for all y'all. And uh, I say y'all because this is going to get urban as fuck in a moment. I just want to let you know. Uh, is that likely? It's <laughs> 92% likely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, these crew episodes are like my favorite parts of these shows because we just get to hang out and enjoy there's no no guest pressure there's no uh no reason to impress those guys it's just us and you listening so we appreciate this and we appreciate you uh before we get to all that though we should shout out our sponsors let uh, everyone know about a cool opportunity right now if you go to floathouse.ca right now and enter our podcast promo code which works and it's called II Podcast. <laughs> uh, you'll get 20% off your next float. What's a float? Well, that's a great question. A float is quite possibly the best thing you can do for your mind. It's amazing. It's uh, relaxing. It's tranquil. It's like a spa for your mind. It's super cool. It's amazing. There's so many different locations you can go to right now. And if you go to floathouse.ca, you can get all the relevant information. Make sure you use our podcast promo code II Podcast. That's lowercase i, lowercase i, podcast. You get 20% off. It's amazing. Go to floathouse.ca right now. I float. We float. You should float. Let's all just float and we'll enjoy ourselves. Okay. That being said, uh, I have a show to announce. Let's announce this show. We're going to... uh, I'm going to announce the show here. We're going to be performing (laughs) myself... Right to plugs. Right to plugs. Of course. Yeah. People are still listening. That's why. <laughs> that's that's why you want to do it now. Um, and it, uh, I, I just I was gonna say my name. I, I was gonna tell you my name again, which is yeah. stupid. Yeah, uh, I forgot. Now no one's listening. Great. Uh, <laughs> this show we're gonna be going to Alexander and Gastown, uh, which is a great venue. A lot of a lot of great people we know work there and uh, work operate out of there. Uh, shout out to kids who are putting on this event with Alexander Gastown. Um, we're gonna be performing them by we. I mean, ma, me, MD, and uh, my dude Maka, and Maka's new release, his new EP, which is getting a lot of good critical reaction with within the grime community. Uh, that uh, that day for that show is July seventh, and uh, you should come come out, come on, check it out. It's great. Hit us up for tickets if you want tickets. Uh, tickets are also available at the door for ten bucks. It's super easy. We love it. Here's one of those lovely tickets. There, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. What can I say? It's going to be awesome. I'm excited to return to the stage. Haven't uh, performed in a little while. Been kind of fucking busy. So, what are you going to be doing there? Uh, I'm going to be spinning for Maca. So oh, nice. I might jump on the mic for one or two joints. Buy yourself a new towel for the night? Yeah, a new sweat towel. Yeah, <laughs> I need a monogrammed sweat towel. Yeah, that would have to be really nice. Those were always suggested to me. What kind what of font would you use? I Old Times New Roman. Course. It's a good font. Old times. I mean, it works. Old yeah. English. Courier. There's nothing wrong. Yeah, I'd, I'd buy it in Ariel. <laughs> you mean Helvetica? Helvetica? No, there's a thing. Don't, don't worry. I would buy it in Lucida. <laughs> is, that, is that a font? Yes. Lucida. That's the one that looks like Just a computer. Uh, I don't know. Sort of, yeah. It is, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. L-U-C-I-D-A. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looks like a calculator. That's like the calculator font. What a stupid fucking towel that would be. Don't ever let me get a monogram towel. That would be so dumb. I would never rock that. Although, um, it's next year's birthday gift, bud. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like it's in your future. It sounds like now it's going to definitely be in my possession by you the see end of the fucking uh, monogram towel. <laughs> probably going to get a monogram towel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I haven't performed it in a little while, but these songs with Maca are pretty dope. Like, it's all like grime stuff. Um, like basically the, the rhyme patterns and the beat patterns are like so significantly different than like traditional hip hop. It's more comparable to like say trap 
hmm. or something like that, but it's like high speed trap. I don't know. How to, it's like very, very frenetic. It's very fast paced. And uh, I'm looking forward to see how the crowd reacts to these, some of these songs because we're very influenced overseas by like a lot of UK artists. And um, the way that the EP has been reviewed so far has been like really strong. Um, and uh, Mac is leading the way with that stuff out here on the West Coast. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what people say. People might might be indifferent to it because they don't know. And, and I, th I think we're prepared to see what the next step will be because because it's new. I, d I don't think there is very much precedent for people to say like, oh, it sounds like blank so I can easily get into this, mm -hmm. like which is often the case, right? Like especially when you, like if you're at a bar and you hear a new band, like good example, we were at the Rocket from Russia anniversary show on the weekend, uh, myself and Savedra. Seamart was being a rock star on the island. And uh, Savedra and I were... On an island. An island. Not the, the island. island. Nope. Like a Hardy Boys novel. <laughs> uh, Not Vancouver Island. Savedra and I were there with Russian Tim and um, a bunch of, bunch of fam. And uh, we were hanging out. And um, we got there just in time to see the core play, which has uh, Dan Garrison in it, who plays in Real Mackenzie's now, too. Um but uh, we got there, and I don't know if any members in the episode we had with Russian Tim, but none of us had heard that band yet. But we were all pretty excited to have, like, to, to have that opportunity to check them out, and they were fucking rad. They're totally dope. Yeah, before we even, yeah, before we even got there, Savedra was texting me, and he was like, "The core's tearing it down, bud." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> fuck, let's go." By a text message, it really comes across. It did. Yeah. <laughs> you did add the bubbles. Uh, yeah, finger, I believe it. Finger point. Fingers up. Yeah. <laughs> I know it. You know it too. Fuck. Yeah, it was good though, and uh, it is pronounced the core apparently, not the oh, not the yeah. corpse. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I'm glad we promoted that so heartily. That was good. <laughs> I now yeah. I now remember exactly. And speaking of promoting, the room was like pretty much sold out. So uh, I think it, I don't know if the official numbers were there, but uh, good we, I turned the corner in the media club and it was packed to the fucking bar. So that's a sellout at the media club for me. Uh, if you can't move, <laughs> if you can't move, and the, the merch and the ATM is constantly a uh, lineup. That's that pretty poor bathroom packed. in there, hey? That bathroom to the side of the the stage Just gets it, assaulted. It's a little, uh, it's a little interesting. Especially at a punk rock show. Yeah, punk, yeah. Constantly, people walking through. Steady stream of uh, Paps Blue Ribbon coming through there. Yeah, exactly. Pure, I think it, it pure just recycles, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually know the guy that owns the venue, and uh, he's really fucking funny. He's a really good guy. He's a cool dude. Um, but uh, you know what? Uh, this last few episodes we've had on here, we've had some uh, some weird, like, different types of people that we don't usually have on, like battle rappers and fucking uh, other podcasts. Like, we don't usually mm. have other podcasts on here. It was cool seeing the reaction. The guys from Steel Toes Required are really fucking cool. I like those guys. Yeah, they were fun. Yeah, like Stefan McNeil and I have been chatting a lot since that day. And... Uh, he was telling me something that uh, kind of resonated with me today, which was that um, you can never be late anymore. He said he heard it from Marin, like Mark Marin. And uh, he said that uh, you can't be late for anything anymore. And I was thinking about that. I think that applies to everything, everything, like music, movies, all that. But it doesn't apply to episodic television because you can be fucking big time late for that stuff. Like if someone was getting into Breaking Bad today, today oh you don't mean like coming out late you mean watching it late yeah like the the way we were talking was because i was saying like uh we're we're capturing stuff with this show that we don't know it's going to happen like those guys in steel toes required that podcast is awesome but all those guys have their own individual comedic careers right so to have them in a in a place like here where we're documenting even for a short period of time like an like an era like we have this like short whatever, this short time with them where we document an hour or so of of time of, of this particular era. I think that's important because you don't know what anyone's going to do in their career or how many days someone has in their life left or, or whatever. You know, like you, you never know. Like it could be tomorrow. It could be 100 years from now. You don't know. But like we kind of got talking about like how that could be documented. And I was saying, yeah, that, that's a real important thing to me is like that we're documenting these moments because – 
outside of social media and taking photos of your food, most people don't fucking document anything about their lives anymore. I'm really good at avoiding photos. You're really good at it, actually. Yeah. Noted photo dodger. Even in this video right now, we had to like throw a camera on you specifically. You can see right here, right now. Right there? Yeah. yeah. I can't see the monitor right now, so you're pretty I know. good. Yeah? Makes sense. Yeah, it's a big crew photo. It's not, it's right? not bad, man. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's good. But um, it's funny, like, when you look at, like, certain films that show the old, like, cliche of, like, oh, mom's pulling out the photo album, mm. that's weird. That doesn't exist anymore. Uh, I think it does when you... In you that generation? Of course it exists, because all those people are still alive. But I'm talking, like... We're, we have people we know that are having children now, mm. and are they collecting photo albums? No, they have like hard drives. Yeah, that's not, yeah. That's not necessarily true. But that's you know that that stories, do, you, do you know people with with photo albums? Yeah, they go. You know, you get your photos printed out at London Drugs. Just you can literally stand there with your cell phone and pick the photos you want, and then prints it. it takes like two minutes. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's a little bit different. You don't have photos on your fucking wall or anything like that, you know? Well, I know a lot of friends that have, like, friend wall photos and stuff like friend that. Friend wall? Yeah. What, like, like pictures that you take with your pals. <laughs> Do you have enough pals to have a friend wall? Nope. Nope. Me either. That's <laughs> why I don't have one. I'm like, fuck, I don't have Barely one. like the people in this room right That's now. That's right. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> to have no friends, no team. Unless they're, like, giant posters. <laughs> like, your friend wall is just two life-size posters. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's basically it. Yeah, could you imagine just turning the corner, giant C-Mart right there? Yeah, it's like, oh, that's called a shrine. Once you have a life-size poster, I think to scale. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, accurate, accurate height. scale C-Mart uh, poster. That I, I'd buy it. I think someone out there would buy it nope. for sure. No what if we just made them to order of any person really? No, well, I was thinking we'd get cardboard cutouts of each of us. You mm. know, what would your pose be? I don't know. You know, probably the Hulk Hogan fucking, you know. Fucking Hulk yeah. Hogan. Just the gawker killer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be a fun pose. I think that'd be a great pose. Just um, in my regular clothes. It just looks weird. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? It would look <laughs> fucking weird. Speaking of weird, did anything incredible happen in the world of soccer slash football this weekend, Michael? Uh, yes. What happened? <laughs> One of the greatest things of all time. <laughs> Oh, how do you casually just bring it up like that? You're like, well, one of the craziest things. What happened? Uh, Chile beat Argentina. Well, by a score of what? Uh, it was nil-nil, and then we went to penalty kicks, and we retired Messi. It was great. Fuck. That's crazy. With a loss. Yeah. He started crying, and then he said, I'm never playing international football again. Really? So suck a dick. <laughs> Is that like Argentina a thing? Argentina and Messi fans. <laughs> did, did they say that? Did they say that though? Is that like a soccer thing? It's like, oh, I'm retired. And then they just come right back. Well, like he was crying his eyes out back in the locker room. He's like, well, I guess international football is just not for me. Wow. So, but, national, the... but that means national football is for him. Inter well, international football. What was the name I mean, of that tournament? In a local... Well, he's going to go play for Barcelona, make 300 grand a oh, week okay, or whatever. But okay. Jesus. With a light retirement. Yeah, how much money is he making? Good money. He's yeah, absurd money. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but he, he's couple bucks like a kick. I'm gonna look up. What was the name of the? Uh, what was the name of that tournament? It was the Copa America. How long does that go for? Uh, it went for just just about a month. A month. Oh, it's over. Let's say a month. Yeah, it's over. Oh, nice. That is was it? Chile are the winners. Oh, is nice. it just South America? Nope. It's uh, for this one. It was the Centario. So 100 years of the tournament being played. So it was teams from North, Central, and South America. Oh, okay. Uh, Canada didn't make it. We, <laughs> we, lo we lost to Cuba. Shocker. They so. only, they're only allowed to bring so many like North American team, teams, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think America qualified, but then like it was from CONCACAF and Commonwealth, like the two soccer federations. Okay. So the, CONCACAF also includes all the island nations there. So mm. Costa Rica, Panama, Jamaica, Haiti. Haiti made it. Canada did not. Yeah. Well, Messi makes 36 million euros a, a season. Yeah. 36 mil a year. That's fucking crazy. A bunch they, of euros. In soccer, they pay, they pay it out like it's like a, you make X amount of dollars a week. That's how they kind of. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. So what would you say? 300 grand a week? Something stupid like that. That's fucking ridiculous. At least that's according to my FIFA video game where I can. Uh, <laughs> you can adjust it for yourself. <laughs> You're like, all right. Hold on. This is all based off FIFA? <laughs> yes. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> that's funny. Apparently, I could trade them too for just five first rounders. <laughs> no, it, was, it, was, it was pretty good this weekend. Uh, uh, 
my folks are obviously very invested into it as well, and uh, a lot of other people are. Um, how's Wolf taking it? How's Chili. What's that? How's Wolf taking it? He's like honorary now, right? Wolf doesn't give a shit. All right. Wolf, might be honorary Wolf chili. of the reaction? Yeah, friend of the show. Friend of the show? <laughs> he's more, he doesn't have cable. I don't think he's watching anything. Fair enough. He doesn't have cable? No. But he's living that life. Yeah. Get, get in the van life. Cable free? Yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, this weekend was pretty awesome, though. Like, we went to the show. I already talked about that. But um, I went to this fucking, this, like, collectible toy trader store on the weekend. It was pretty dope. I've, I can't believe I've never been to this place. I don't know. I, I always like like, McFarlane action figures growing up. I always like the detail and like the violence <laughs> associated okay. with them. Pretty excited. Like when I, I turn the corner and there's like a giant Boba Fett staring at me. I'm mm. like, what? Lots of Star Wars stuff. And then go on this aisle and it's all like limited edition McFarlane pieces, like medieval, like Attila the Hun, but from Todd McFarlane. Like, oh, I like, I Where like was that this? shit. Uh, it was in Langley. Somewhere mm-hmm. in Langley in British Columbia. I have no idea. I wasn't driving. I have no idea. Just east. East. East, east of, of this here. location, yeah. by Just head east. You'll find it. <laughs> collision course. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. With, like, the sideshow collectibles and, like, hot toys and all that now, like, it's getting, like, far more in-depth with the way that uh, collectibles and, like, figurines for movies and stuff like yeah. that are being made. Like, McFarlane, obviously, was when we were younger like that. It used to be... Uh, a lot bigger, but now like these other companies are just blowing it right out of the water. Some of them are they're no longer incredible. They're no longer on like on top of that stuff. No, I I wouldn't say so. Really, they're they're definitely still a player in it, but like yeah, like sideshow collectibles, like those guys are making the best, like hands down the best figures. Really, like side, like those are the ones that I think they had the deal with with Star Wars, and they put out like the life size versions of. Boba Fett and like the like the newer ones and like the like <laughs> the, the insanely one... in detail where you can like take off the pieces of armor and stuff from yeah. the hmm. from the actual. The one I saw was life size and was it, the tag on it said nine thousand Canadian dollars. Were you taller than it? Uh, I'm about six three and it was a little shorter than me. Hmm. All right. I'm buying that. Not buy. You wouldn't buy a short Boba Fett. <laughs> not buying. You know, that. it's just him, right? Like that's like how it. tall he is. Like that's not true. To date. Who the hell said that? Uh, the store. The store said <laughs> Star that. Star Wars Encyclopedia. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars Encyclopedia. We, we made him to scale. This is how tall he is. I'm like, that's not true. Look it up on Star Wars Wiki, bud. Bet you he's fucking 5'10". It's called the Wookiepedia, by the way. Wookiepedia. Yeah. Is it? Speaking of Wookiees, I bet you if they had a life-size Chewbacca, he's like 5'8". I'm like, that's not true. That name's taller than I am. 5'8". That's an infant. You're like life-size Chewbacca. Is that a fucking Ewok? Or what the hell is going on Let's have a guess right now. Isn't Chewie like eight two? I don't. He's. I'm gonna no. look this up. Chewbacca height. He's like seven. He guess, guess, guess. Isn't he seven six? Seven four. Okay, we're gonna get some fucking serious prices yeah. right going. One dollar, Bob. One dollar. <laughs> he's one inch tall. Really? Yeah. Okay. I said it's just a eight, weird scale I said eight two. Right? All of it. Okay, hold on. Seven six. You fucker. Who said seven six? That's so big. Savvy right big there. Big Mike said seven six. Savvy love. Easy there with your, your Wookiee knowledge that you seem to just... It is a good Wiki, though. It is. This one just came up on Google straight away. Oh. Oh, so maybe it's not official. This huh. one says 7-3 on the uh, Wikipedia. Well, the crap. Wikipedia? Nope. Not on the... It's, it's Wikipedia. Wikipedia We're is already had an answer. Thing. We can move on from there. I'm yeah. happy with <laughs> I'm happy yeah. with no. Yeah. Hold on. You seem to be uh, moving on from your... Pretty yeah. stoked. I was correct. One and portion there's there's no need to go thing. further. <laughs> Let's not get too in-depth. I was right the first time out. Let's go here. That's awesome. Uh, I was uh, looking uh, to the Star Trek preview coming up. The new Star Trek. The movie? Yeah, there's a new one coming out called uh, Beyond or whatever. Yeah, I think that's it. Not a fan. Not a fan. You? Nope. No, I heard... Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm not... I don't have high hopes. I'm kind of over this whole reboot shit. I don't really give a fuck about this alternate universe original Star Trek stuff. Like, I want to see what happens after DS9 and Voyager. I want to see what happens next. Like, that's what the show's for. The TV show. The new one. Yeah. Well, not maybe for that specifically. Like, we don't know. Because it seems like a lot of this is just based on the idiocy of fucking J.J. Abrams and that cunt Simon Pegg. Jesus. Well, it's a fact. 
I don't know. Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg, known Scientologist. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> Just, Just shit facts <laughs> from your ass. <laughs> <laughs> dot tumblr <laughs> just that was the most confident yeah. lie i've ever told yeah. was like known scientologist known throwaways yeah. money known yeah uh now he wrote this apparently this is the best screenplay of the three uh reboots they've done yeah something's but, wrong with, i read about something with the production or something that's not super going well i heard it's but facts yeah. over here facts yeah did yeah. you get that on wikipedia yep. <laughs> is the rock in it <laughs> Dwayne imagine? Johnson? Dwayne Johnson. I mean, they've already had Sam L, so I mean it's not that's, no, right. that's Star Wars. When you I was stop. like I was like, full stop. Full stop. Mace Windu, aka Samuel L. Jackson. Mace Windu as or yeah, this other character. <laughs> He's like, You could never be a Jedi. Never. Why? Where where are you from in Star uh, Trek? I'm from the urban planet <laughs> don't he's like he's don't. from Coruscant <laughs> don't isn't Coruscant all city yeah that it would be, he'd be from Coruscant then. no there's more though there's one in um well it's an older one that's destroyed in uh, Knights of the Old Republic just slur I believe it, there's another city planet in that one now we're really? just confusing people now people are like what are you if they saying? haven't turned off the podcast yeah. before yeah. they have definitely turned it off now. they probably turned it off when I started plugging the show <laughs> <laughs> if you're still with us yeah. thank you <laughs> yeah exactly uh, so The Rock isn't in the movie I don't think I'm gonna okay I don't want to spoil this for people but I don't think he's in the is movie. The Rock fighting at USC 200 I don't want to spoil that either, but he Pretty might is. be. He could. TBD. Fuck, we got Brock Lesnar about to show up and fight Mark Hunt, and probably what's going to be... A short fight, because Lesnar's going to knock fuck. him out. Do you really? think, oh, here we go. Really? Big call from really? Big Mike. So, Sevedero. Oh, shoot, Sevedero. Did you want to tell me right now your prediction is that Lesnar's going to beat Mark Hunt? Sure, let's go with that. Yeah? I mean, I already put money on it, because Lesnar's the underdog. <laughs> oh, so. by how far? Not yeah. much. What is that? Oh, it's close. What are Not those much. Rated? I can't remember what exactly the odd lines are at this point, but I know that he came in as the he obviously is the underdog. Yeah, he doesn't fought in fucking forever. And the last time we all saw a couple him, minutes, he I got wonder, kicked in the in the guts, and it was over. I wonder the last time he was the underdog, you know, in a betting line, maybe the Overeem fight. Overeem for sure, for sure, because Overeem that was Uber-eam. again he just got whooped by Cain Velasquez, so like he came in against Overeem, and That's Overeem true. was like, yeah. Um, uh, I got to go with Mark Hunt on this, like. Yeah, he's just I think so. too primed. The only thing I could think of is uh, Lesnar shoots yeah. right away, like he did in the Heath Herring fight. You know, you remember when he like bowled him over? He does that. The it's fight's over, big man. man. I, I, I don't know because Hunt off his back has never been really that good. I mean, fuck. Well, Even Overeem camored him mm, <laughs> back in Pride. Overeem camored Hunt. Overeem. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, so just to give you an idea, of skill there. So, there's, uh, there's potential for him to win, like that. Like it's both, always it's still potential for. Always. I think that's what makes Lester. it a great fight. Is like both guys have the potential definitely to win for sure. What is probably going to happen is yeah, a we, devastating knockout, like within the first thirty <laughs> seconds of the fight. Like I think, yeah. I think that's very accurate. It's, it's more likely that a gas out and then well, yeah, a dismantling. Brock, Brock goes to shoot, catches an uppercut, game the fuck over. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's just crazy, like. Lesnar, I think you just maybe you guys know him more because you guys watch him. I haven't seen him wrestle, so you're not you're kind of more used to like his immense size. Yeah. But when you see him come out into the ring, you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like you are. He's, it's just it's above average size for any beast. of the heavyweights. You know what I mean? The beast incarnate. It's fucking beast, man. He's I like, am disappointed. Paul Heyman will not be accompanying him to the ring. Yeah. Is that that true? I heard Brock actually requested that Heyman would be like his cut man or something. Why would Heyman be like that? Because <laughs> after if he if he were to last a round and gets fucked up, why you'd be like Paul Heyman just yelling in his face? Like, <laughs> He's got to call in a sub. My <laughs> client, bitch, rock. Fucking just scream at him. Hilarious. Although it is sweet, he's coming out to his WWE theme music oh, to the cage. Goodness. It's gonna be brilliant. That's that will fun. be the most How's rowdy part of the Lesnar fight. How does it go? Does it go like this? Dun, 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 dun. Like that? That's how it goes. Is that how it goes? 
I'm so gonna, confirm. I'm going to go with yes because I have no idea. I don't think that is, but maybe. Speaking, you, you, you saw. Yeah, you, you watched, you watched WrestleMania with us this year. That's he right. came to the ring to that fucking Savedra tune. For Savedra Mania. I don't like remember the specific theme music of various fighters. You had a couple drinks. It was okay. Sure, I just wouldn't remember the theme music even if I was stone sober. You think they put fireworks on the octagon for when he like hops up into the Oh, he does his little like boxing in a fucking... I don't think they did anything special for him. Why not? I think they already are doing a lot. They're already like... Wait, that's another... It's going to be co-main event. It is co-main event, yeah. What is the other one? I can't remember. The main event? Pretty sure it's... Jones Cormier. Jones Cormier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I then there's, Aldo... two, there's two other title fights on the card. Yeah, I, th- I thought Aldo Edgar was... Uh, was uh, No? The way they put the poster, it's like Cormier and Jones and then Brock and Hunt, and then the <laughs> other two title fights are below yeah. it in smaller, <laughs> lowercase font. The other two like, much more important boats. That's <laughs> like Misha Tate. And yeah, you're going to be fucking <laughs> curtain jerking. What kind of font? Lucida font? Yeah, Lucida. <laughs> Lucida console? Yeah. Lucida console, yeah. <laughs> yeah, curtain jerkers over there. They're champions. Curtain jerking. That's how stacked <laughs> the fucking card is. It's like Misha Tate. Women's champion, women's fucking bantamweight champion. I think Cupcake's going to fucking wreck. I think she's going to do a good job. Everyone's just waiting for Ronda to get back. Yeah. When you have two losses to the same person, it's pretty difficult. Via the same move. Via the the same move. Now, if Ronda was there, do you think that that's the co-main event? Or does Brock's... Superstar mm. nature still take it. It's co co main event. Triple ah, threat. That's crap. Can't do that. I wonder if no, it's, not, it's never been done. <laughs> co co main event. There's Frankie Co-co. Edgar and Aldo are just like, yo, the no, fuck. No. Two former champions. <laughs> Coco. Yeah. yeah. Everything's the co main event. Every, like, yeah. No. <laughs> Aldo's going to be on Fight Pass. <laughs> He's like, I don't understand. They'll just know? show highlights during the, like, the card. They'll be like, and in the fight, uh, Jose Aldo knocked out Frankie Edgar. So, yeah. all right, coming up next. The no commentary, no audio uh, Facebook streaming fights they used to do. Those ones where there was like no nothing. It was just like, really? it's like ready, fight. No I enjoyed commentary. those. I enjoyed. I thought those, those were awesome. I, I don't know why they stopped doing those. Probably because nobody watched them. Well, the Fox deal was no. That's not true because uh, one of the ones I watched was like eight hundred thousand people, which is like usually the numbers they do mm. for prelims on like FX and. Uh, I just find Fox. they make them way too. It's way too difficult. I find it just like watch the UFC like the preliminaries. Well, they're not very fan friendly at the end of the day like it's it's pretty much like if you want to do this you have to do it in our house by our rules the way we want it like there's no there's certainly no like okay like the fight pass program should be so fucking slick it should be like netflix for fights which is how they branded it but that's not how it is that's like Mm. it's it's unstable as fuck i mean I don't even know. I've never even talked about this. How is it compared to like the WWE network? WWE is much more stable. Yeah. Big time. But I think the WWE is handled by the same guys that do the uh, Major League Baseball app. Yeah, like the MLB app. Yeah. Because the NHL just switched to that one. Their Game Center app just switched over to the guys that, I don't know the name of the company, but the guys who did the uh, uh, Major League Baseball app. Because the MLB one has been the best. That's the tightest one. Yeah, for sure. And I, I don't watch baseball, but I know industry standards are like always pointing to that. But so, like, you look at. You look at how much Netflix is just proliferating and destroying everything right out there right now. Like just crushing. They're fucking funding that Marco Polo show uh, is like the most expensive show they've ever put together. Their first season was badass. I don't know if you guys watched it. I haven't. I watched like two. You should fucking watch that whole shit, man. You love it. Mike's out for a minute. All right. (laughs) Good. Just us, C-Mart. Oh, no. That's not good. Yeah. We'll head. come back. It'll be a disaster in here. Mike had to run to the washer. Yeah, uh, it happens. Let's see. Wait a minute. I mentioned earlier you were being a rock star. What happened? Why? Why, why did? You, why do you think? Uh, why do you think? Why? Uh, <laughs> what are your? Why do you think about? I called you a rock star? Do you think it says anything? No. Else? So we went to uh, Maine Island. Maine Island. Yeah, for the Campbell Bay Music Festival. Their eighth. They sold out this year. It was fun. That's crazy. Yeah, it was great. And we arrived via float plane <laughs> on the island which was hilarious again via harbor air shout out yeah. to harbor air yeah it was great uh that's pretty crazy um the way you described it to me though was so funny because like 
Um, it's like a lot of free thinking ideas out there, like a lot of folk, like, uh, I don't want to say... No, it's good people. Good people. Yeah, it's just funny, like, everyone else shows up in, like, an honest way. An honest, like, like a, a boat, show- maybe, or a, a ferry, or they live there. Yeah, um, and, and you guys... they got to ride with friends, and we arrive on an aircraft. <laughs> um, it just seemed, it, it, it like... It dawned on me as we were landing that it was way too excessive. So good. I love the idea of you guys just like, like everyone's just having this super chill, relaxed, like just we're on the beach. It was very calm. Having a beach. Oh, can you pass the apple slices? What the fuck is that sound? Just like this plane comes in. You guys just start unloading luggage. Who are these rock stars? Just like, I love that they dropped you off right at the beach. Yeah, it's like (laughs) feet from the actual place we were going. Did you wave at everybody? Um, it's like, what's going on, some folks, people did. Man? I not a waiver in that scenario. Did you say no photos as you walk by? I definitely just said. I definitely just apologized. Like I was like, right? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Was it a new beach? It's a beach on the island, and you can do whatever the fuck you want there. I would just crank my pants off right there. Just really? crank. <laughs> just cranking the pants. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That yeah, was fun. Uh, when the pilot left. Did he give you any special instructions? Was, was he like, I'll be back exactly at this time. Don't no, we had, it was a different pilot on the way back. Oh, okay. Um, but it, there's a lot of prop wash I didn't realize. When it turns around and flies away, if you're standing behind that plane, it... Hold up. <laughs> prop wash? Yeah, it's like from if you're behind the prop. It, like oh, all the like, wind blows back, right? I've never heard of that term, prop wash. Yeah, it's normally like... Did you pick that some, up this weekend? Danny did I use think, it. Uh, oh, okay. Made. And I, have, I play like... <laughs> I, I like planes. You like <laughs> <laughs> what a weird thing to say. Just yeah. like that. You're like, well, I like planes. I do. Do you? Yeah. How long have you liked planes? Since I knew about planes. What's your favorite plane? Yeah, what is your favorite plane? Great uh, question, Mike. That's my tough. next question. <laughs> it's a tough question. I think it's World War II plane for sure. Really? Yeah. Like a fucking uh, uh, sop with camel? A spitfire. That's a good one. Sop, sop with, with camel. The triplanes are fun. I do like biplanes. They're good. Biplanes. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the Wright Brothers uh, first design. Yeah. Um, nope. That's I mean, super hipster. I, uh, I only like the Wright Brothers plane. Yeah. <laughs> right. Is it made out of wood? <laughs> don't want to ride it. Only real <laughs> planes are made out of real wood. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know what's going on here. Right. Sop with camel. What's the name of the, uh, what was the name of the bonsai, bonsai, ban, yeah, bonsai? No, what the fuck? What's the name of the <laughs> Japanese uh, planes that are always in movies? Uh, like there's the zero, right? The zero? Yeah. How do you spell that? It's just zero. I forget the exact designation of it right now, but like it's known as zeros. Yeah. They're known as zeros. But there's a bunch of other ones too. They had some good fighter planes. They did, didn't they? They just ran out of pilots. (laughs) That is a brutal thing for you to say, is the last thing you'll ever say in the show. (laughs) What? No, they just lost (laughs) it to like they lost in the war and it's lost. Uh, Big fan of the H three seventy two. Okay, this guy over here with the A C ten. What's going on, bud? It's not a real plane. Just, is it? Just making up a random H three seventy two. It's like mm, I'm not familiar with that one. <laughs> Let me look that up. It's probably a Star Wars. There droid. is the A three. Have you guys heard about the A three eighty? It's new. I don't know if you follow like big airliners. Is it a helicopter? No, and it holds up to eight hundred people though. That's A three eighty. Sounds double, really unsafe. It's a double decker. Sounds super unsafe. They're huge. It's a double deck, wide body, four engine jet airliner. Yeah. Wow. They're monsters. Jesus. The Titanic of the sky. Yeah. <laughs> that seems... It can't be sunk. Yeah. Can't be sunk. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can possibly go wrong. Possibly. <laughs> eh? No, no. Uh, you said it was new? They said the new. first flight came out oh five. Yeah, yeah first flight, but that, they didn't enter commercial. Uh, like That's when they started trying out, right? Loving this it's airplane. Fairly, it's not right like now. it's yeah. not like a one year old. It's like a few years old. Well, planes are weird because whenever you see initiatives to like knock down, say, carbon emissions, mm-hmm. and people are like, make sure you recycle at home, and you know, recycling starts with you, and all these like green initiatives. It's like absolutely, totally agree. However, until they figure out like how to not have just carbon machines like fucking planes a380s a380s that are just <laughs> zooming around the sky necessary twin double decker deck whatever the fuck planes that are carrying like a thousand people two thousand people at a time 800 800 maximum is it 
It's, 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 it says if it's all economy, it's up to 800 and change in people. But if it's all like specialty, then you do like 500. The government doesn't like that many poor people traveling at the same time. <laughs> Not a chance. That's how you get riots. Big time. 800 people in the sky. They're like, we shouldn't even be here. Cheap aviation. Yeah, they freak out. Social issue. Social issue. Huge social issue. That's why every plane has at least like... 10 to 15 first class people to you know keep people in line remind you the nobility to remind you the nobility (laughs) (laughs) gotta have it there's an actual throne there's like one it's like super executive it it faces the the other way yeah Yeah, it faces the other way looks at the passengers so it's a one-way glass (laughs) you can't see in but it can see you. Private chef beside, you know. <laughs> Did you ever see that Vice doc on uh, the guy who spent like 23 grand to, to catch the most expensive flight in the world? Like he had like a private private suite and like a like a king-sized bed, uh, like 12-course meal or something like that. They came every hour with a new course for him to try. And like just insane. It was like 23, 22 grand or something like that. Sounds worth it. <laughs> this guy, this guy was like, "This is pretty ridiculous." Where did he but fly from? And two, he flew from like, I'm making this up, but, <laughs> but <laughs> like the whole thing, because I'm, I'm not surprised. Like yeah. <laughs> the whole thing, yeah, yeah. Just to be clear, I'm like making, since the beginning, yeah, like we're years. not at Float House yeah. right now. <laughs> uh, from the podcast code doesn't work. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. Despite you saying here. it did work earlier. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, that's why. That's why specifically it was like this one works. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys were on to me right away. But no, it was like around the world thing. I don't know where they started. Oh, okay. See, I, I I think that's just like excessive because like when I took the via rail just from Edmonton to Vancouver. Yeah. I paid for like just the one that gets you a sleeper car, which is like the next step up from being like. I'm gonna fucking sit here for 24 hours yeah. like in a chair. So I was like, nah, I want to have be able to like have a sleep. Like, a little like bit you're of still sitting there all day. You get your meals and you walk around all the carts. That was all right to me. That was like, I'm flying. This is this is luxury living. Like you get a couple meals during nice. the day. You get booze during. That's it's brilliant. That's sweet. I feel but, like Don Draper or some shit. Basically, sure, yeah. I don't think Mad Men was out when that uh, when I did that. But all well, right. you would. Proto Draper. Proto Draper. Proto Draper. Pre Draper. Sure. Okay. All right. Keep going. No, I'll be a, I, I think taking the train is, is probably like one of the raddest things you can do here yeah. in Canada. Especially, well, from what I heard, like I got on in Edmonton and I was sitting with a bunch of people that had been on since Toronto because I, I guess that's the Canadian, the Canadian line where you go like all across Canada essentially. Oh, like. And they were like, yeah, Toronto to here sucked real bad because there's nothing to look at. And I was like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, train across the prairies is going to be boring as all hell. Like, no kidding. And Unless it takes you love grass. What's that? If yeah. You love grass. Like, then it would be lovely. Ooh, it's so nice. Like, but they were like, sure. they're from Australia. They had no idea. But like the, mm. as soon as you go from Edmonton into the mountains, like that whole thing takes you on a path that you can't drive beside. Like you go through mm. all these other routes that are just inaccessible by vehicle. See, that's cool. That that would be really That neat. made it worth it for yeah. me because I've driven that route like a million times before, but getting to see it by the train and like getting to go right beside like Mount Robson, I thought that was That's that really was pretty, cool. Pretty cool. It's breathtaking, man. Like some of the, the really, really spectacular views that are available via train. Only. Only train. Well and the and the little the train carts like when you and sit bird. in the if you flow like in a bird an eagle or something. If he flew in a bird, <laughs> warg into a yeah. bird. Okay. So Game of Thrones reference for the week. Yeah, bud. There we go. Uh, yeah, like uh, the little dome carts that they have. Like you can just grab like two or three beers and just go and chill out in this thing and it's all like glass, Like a right? dome? Like above you? Yeah, the whole thing is glass. Like what? everything is glass. So you just sit there and just like what? your whole chair leads back and just like, like slamming beers and having a great time. Really? It's brilliant. That's pretty cool. That I didn't cool. know that. Yeah, like it's... Uh, I'm always pictured like fucking cattle cars, basically. Like well, it just... is. Like the the main floor is, and then you just like march up some stairs, and then there's like 30 seats, and you can just chill out with everybody. Oh, fuck. And you just like sit in a dome cart. kind of want to go get drunk on a train right now. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. So I it, also it, suggest taking like the Amtrak down to like Portland and Seattle. That's also yeah? like, pretty damn awesome. I've actually thought about that quite a bit. Um, that wouldn't be a bad little fucking weekend thing to do, hey? Just jump on on like a thursday or friday yeah you don't even pay and just jump on it just yeah hobo on <laughs> yeah. is that still prevalent do you think people still hobo onto trains 
You got to know the hobo I imagine. Code. I have no idea. You got to know the hobo uh, code, right? in the rails. Yeah. You, you, you jump on and they're like, roses only grow in the summer. And you're like, what? And they're like, that's not the code. And they fucking hit you in the head. And the answer was like, shovels are as sharp as steel. All right, you're in. And they like make you sit down. Some shit like that. Hobo code. <laughs> seems possible and likely. It seems likely that hobos are sophisticated enough to have their own code. Also something that happens here in Canada on the regular. Yeah. yeah. To have their own code and to be able to put it together. Yeah, it makes like an sense. underground network. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Uh, you know, last time we had a crew episode, was it the last one? I don't know if the, maybe, the, maybe one, of the last, one of the maybe the first one we had, uh, we talked about Independence Day. Mm, and yeah. it just so happens that the new Independence Day came out this it's past uh, week. Hands up if you saw it. Big hands up. I heard oh, that, there we go. <laughs> I heard that it was so anticipated to be a flop that the Associated Press was reporting that uh, they canceled all the premieres. Like usually they'll have like a movie premiere before before the actual uh, public premiere. They'll have like a media day screening um, a couple days beforehand for a couple days and multiple viewings every day. Like so everyone in the press can get it. They want as much coverage as possible, right? On the day, yeah. Yeah, apparently they canceled all the ones for like Monday and Tuesday and the movie came out on the Friday and they canceled everything and rescheduled one for one viewing, only one at 11 a.m., on the Friday of the release, which it's means very that, exclusive, very exclusive, very exclusive. That means that they, <laughs> they avoided all of the possible backlash. A bad review would have got them over the weekend, and they captured probably an extra two days of uh, of uh, gross revenue. Sure, which is gross by itself, but uh, that's fucked up, isn't it? It happens though. Like video games do it. Video games do it. Yeah. What was the last famous example of that? Um, hmm. There was one not too long ago. Yeah, it happened where they just don't send out review copies. And you're like, oh, okay. Really? What was the last game to do that? I can't, re- like, I don't know. I can't remember the last, like. Assassin's Creed. No, I don't think they've done it. <laughs> Pretty like, sure that doesn't get fucking, that gets, that gets slobbed over all the time. Uh, it gets middling to above average. Uh, that series, I've never seen a Solid series. seven. <laughs> well, yeah, I've never seen a series of games where a game can come out and be like 10 out of 10. It's the best fucking game. Everyone has to play this. And like, then the next, it comes out yearly? Yeah. And, then, oh, and yeah. then the next installment of the game will come out and it'll be like 4 out of 10. This is the <laughs> worst ever. And you're like, it's the same gameplay mechanic. Nah. Nah, it's the worst. I've, I've Literally. I, well, that's and, why they're giving it that because it's the same game. Well, in the past year, I've been Assassin's. His name's Lorenzo now or whatever. No, they stopped doing them serially. They stopped doing them yearly, though. They don't do them yearly anymore. No, they said that they want to stop doing that. Last couple of ones were like in the UK or something. Oh, how no, have you like not... Black Flag and then there's something else. Like, Black... Whatever they don't yeah, I'd be Black Flag. There's awesome. And then there's like, I don't know. The next one's Assassin's Creed USA. Main character's name is Frank. Frank. Modern day. Yep. Milt, Frank Milton. Frank Milton. and Jim. Actually, the new, two guys. The new uh, Assassin's Creed film is coming out. Mm-hmm. Jake. Uh, nope. You already got your tickets, don't you? No, I don't. Uh, Michael Fassbender, no. actually, uh, is playing the Assassin's Creed. They were plugging it at E3. They were, like, fucking crazy because they are like, oh, my God, we have to make our money back on this. <laughs> um, the crazy thing for me that uh, I saw in the trailer was that um, in Assassin's Creed and that folklore in, in the lore of the game is uh, you jump in this machine called the Animus, and, and it's like a slab. Like, you lay down on it, and it's like this little kind of like a bowl goes over your head and that's what communicates to your nervous system what's happening and plays back the memories of your dna to you and helps you relive it that's the the premise of the whole fucking series um but it was fucked up though is in the trailer i saw it like they had him on like a like a rope and pulley system where he's like standing up and jumping in the yeah and, and i was like it bugs me when hollywood does this like van damme and Bloodsport when they're like pulling him apart and he's like uh yeah, kind of. <laughs> Maybe not the example I'd go right to, but, but yeah, kind of. <laughs> okay. I can well, see this now. Yeah, it just bugs me though. Like when like Hollywood thinks that the the viewer isn't smart enough to get behind. They just something. don't give a fuck. It's so stupid, though. It's just like, no, we need him moving around and jumping around and maybe a pew and a pow, like some Michael Bay shit like that. Like I, I just hate that. I hate when we're treated like we're we're too stupid for the format we're watching. I fucking hate that. I don't think that people think I don't think that the that's the intention. It it's just a lack of respect for 
the property yeah that you're doing which is why earlier when i was saying about the star trek why i'm over it because they've just shirked like decades multiple decades of canon that makes sense to me and they've just completely thrown it all the window just so they can like have a you know at a quick uh, space travel scene or something like that. It's bullshit. I fucking hate that. Oh, yeah, Don't insult my intelligence. Scene you're, you're I fucking hate that. It bugs you. Let me just say this. I'll rant for a second. <laughs> I fucking hate this. If if it was possible to go from Kronos to Klingon homeworld <laughs> to Earth in one second like they do in the movie, we would have been conquered long ago. There'd be no fucking Federation. Peace. That's all I gotta say. Maybe the warp drives were slower then. You know? Yeah. You know? No. How could it be... <laughs> what? How could it be slower? They, they, they keep improving. They're them. like, so it goes for Kronos, and then boom, and then all of a sudden they're at Kronos. Like that quick. Not like in the movie, like, warp one, like several hours later. Not like that. And by the way, it's pretty much in canon. It takes about two weeks from Sector 00. At what Earth. warp? At what warp? Uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't I think matter. it does. Well, considering <laughs> at that time, I think warp six was the highest they okay, could possibly so it's go. It's pretty late in it, yeah. Yeah, but um, we can get real fucking nerd here if you want. But uh, I feel like we've already crossed that. Uh, yeah, you're right. Jar Jar Abrams has decided, Jar-Jar. you know. It's, uh, That's right. Jar Jar Abrams. Warp, that, Warp 15. Good name. Good one. F- fucking, first of all, Warp 15 was what the future Enterprise had in, in Star Trek Next Generation. Warp 36. Really? It did, yeah. Warp 15. But here's the thing. Uh, there's an episode, I think, in season many season six or five in Next Generation where uh, they started encountering all these weird pocket, pockets of uh, mm. turbulence. And it was because there was these tiny micro tears in the yeah, space-time yeah. continuum. Yeah, you got to slow down. Yeah. So they imposed, like, a, 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 you know, with the exception of emergencies. A speed limit. The speed limit of uh, warp six, you know. So, so they pussied out. Yeah, pussied out. Classic Star Trek. It's funny though. <laughs> I think that's funny. Yeah, it's that's strange. an moral problem. It's, what do you mean? I don't know. It's the idea that like everything's so good, and then well, you realize well, that exactly what you're doing is ruining stuff, right? It's a good. It's a good trope. It's. I know well, the bad guys just wanted to wreck everything. Why don't they just warp around like all fucking over the place? Warp five thousand. Just fucking fuck it. Yeah. Just fuck. ruin the world, the universe. Just <laughs> ruin, just each world. Fuck. Or see, just see do, what happens if you just did donuts around an orbit of the, yeah. of the Earth, and you're like, try and leave. Go ahead. Try and leave. <laughs> Can't no, do it. Destroyed. Look at it. Warp 33. Can't do it. Warp 33. <laughs> Tear your shit up. Just fucking, you know, that kind of shit. Normal, regular Star Trek stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty normal. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I fucking think the new movie is going to be shit. Oh. And, uh, oh, I'm not, certainly. Yeah. But there's a new TV series apparently coming out this fall, yep. which I'm excited for. I think that should be pretty cool. Yeah, um, I have high hopes. It's supposed to be, uh, from what I heard, rumor-wise, is every season supposed to be a completely different ship and a different crew. Different crew, yeah. Yeah, which would be and cool. different era, potentially, yeah. right? So they can move around. They could do a preview, like a yeah. pre one, or they could go to right to where Deep Space Nine totally. or in the middle of Deep Space Nine or whatever you I'm, want, right? I'm all for it. I just want to advance the overall canon and the and the storyline. Like, you can't have a fan base invest this much time and like emotion into something and then just like stagnated just because you want to give christopher pine more fucking time which, as james which, t kirk which channel like, is uh doing it or what network I, don't know. I think it's actually a streaming only deal i think i think what Fox, really yeah. so then the Sorry, next paramount, question is paramount has the the property rights to it so i'm pretty sure they have like they're, they're creating like a star trek app hopefully it doesn't suck as bad as the it fucking won't. fight pass but yeah, yeah. interesting now, is The Rock going to be the first commander? <laughs> Can you imagine? The Rock was in Voyager. He was on Voyager. Do you remember this? Oh, vaguely, yeah. Doesn't he played he fight uh, with. Uh... He played the something warrior. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up. He played the like the not the Akari warrior. Was it that? Uh, I'm all about him being the first commander. Of the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one whole season of The Rock as the just this giant like? ripped dude makes no sense. Why like? <laughs> At all. They're like, we might need to piss test you. You fucking look <laughs> huge for this era. Like, there's no reason for you to be this what big. What if, like, he was the last surviving crew member and he has to rebuild his crew from people he meets. So he's just, by default, the the, the captain. Could work. <laughs> I mean, 
that's a that's a more interesting premise than just like uh, we're on a five year mission and fucking definitely. Okay, hold up, hold up. Uh, the Rock is the first WWE superstar to make a guest appearance on Star Trek. Uh, he plays. Hold on, Sunk. Oh, what the fuck? This is the name of the episode. It's like Sunkasatsi or some that makes shit. Sense. Yep. The name of his character was Champion. He was Worse. just a champ. Yeah. <laughs> shit. This missing of peoples though. And it's funny that he got it so close, even in Star Trek. <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. Yeah, they they were so close. So, like I must. It was a contractual stipulation. This must have been like while yeah. he was still on wrestling, though, right? Like he was still yes. wrestling. Yeah. Oh, Did he I, do the eyebrow? It's uh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I've seen the episode. It's like it's he does. Full he on. definitely does. Yeah. Uh, okay. It says it was a crossover episode between Voyager and SmackDown was on UPN as well. Oof. So it was a UPN <laughs> SmackDown. <laughs> It was described as, quote, a clever marketing ploy, unquote. It's clever, <laughs> the word you the existent channel of UPA. However, it received the highest ratings of the season, having been watched by 4.1% no of, of all households during sweeps. Um, it, it did, however, receive mixed reviews yeah. by critics. <laughs> yeah. Big surprise. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, by the way... Uh, the alternative title of his uh, his character was the Pendari hmm. champion. Pendari. Also a P. It was probably like, what's the word in this language for yeah, people? Yeah, I'm actually pretty Pendari. sure. Pendari. Okay. It probably just is the Pendari people. <laughs> you did the Pendari eyebrow, basically. That's fucked. What if he threw off his elbow pad? If he crossed Why would he be wearing an elbow pad? Because <laughs> he's a champion. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what kind of Ceremonial champion is. Ceremonial elbow pad? Yeah. Throws it, zero gravity, just floats in there, something like that. Anyway, The Rock's, <laughs> the Rock's gonna be in like fifteen fucking films or something, right? He's probably more than that. Seventeen. Films. And he's still doing that TV show on HBO. Have you seen time. that yet? No. Have you watched his HBO? Show? I didn't know there was one. He plays like an agent, like a high power. I read mm. on the very first episode. They're like, this is just entourage for new people, like for like this generation's entourage, and I was like. Well, didn't watch Entourage. Probably not going to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> not jumping in. I watched like the first like three or four, maybe three seasons of Entourage. Yeah, I've seen like four. I stopped watching around the one where Sasha Gray, the porn star, was on there. I don't think I I've watched seen that half part. that season. I stopped watching when Jeremy Piven showed up, which was pretty early on. Pilot? Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. I'm like, mm, so halfway through the pilot. <laughs> you don't like Jeremy Piven? No. Not even as that character? No. I heard that he basically started like they call it in wrestling living the gimmick mm. like when you're like you you become that guy basically i feel he, like all of them could have done that well they probably did that one dude what's his, the lead guy adrian uh yeah i can't Gren remember. grenner yeah. grenier Something whatever like the guy who played whatever the guy who's supposed to be mark Wahlberg, because it's based on mark Wahlberg, right yeah uh the guy who played that guy he's kind of forgettable He's not really like. He's probably touring like at, nightclubs, like pretending to DJ and stuff at night. He's like, yeah, like uh, appearances. Yeah, you make good money doing that shit. Do like twenty <laughs> k a fucking appearance. Good, good for you. I'm glad you got something out of this. <laughs> he's like, like, I look at the poster. I'm like, that's ah, whack. Anybody who goes to that's also whack. Tonight only, <laughs> from HBO's Honorage, Adrian Grenier. Like, Is that cool? We don't know. I think that, see, I don't even know if that's his You're name. You're like doing your own fact checking now. I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you literally have your hands full, so it's okay. I, I'm, I'm going to do my own fact checking. <laughs> the other guys definitely do that crap, though, right? Um, like who? I don't know. I didn't watch the show. Jeremy Piven? Yeah. He's yeah, definitely like he's, not he's living anywhere. the Ari Gold uh, gimmick for sure. Like doing Coke and doing Coke. <laughs> he could actually probably open his own management company. And there'd be some delusional fuck. No, I mean, you can hire people too, right? That would probably be like pretty good agents. Nah, you don't want to go with Ari Gold for yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, okay. You got to work your way up. That's yeah. part of the dream though, right? Just because you're in the agency doesn't mean you work Based, with Ari. That's true. You got to work your way up. Yeah. Is this coming from your many years as a Hollywood agent? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The first 15 years of my life. You know what's going on. I think this is what we should do for the next... Crew episode, whenever that takes place. Yeah. Just absurd facts about all of us the whole time. <laughs> just, we'll just let people try and decide which one is real and which one isn't. Two truths and a lie. No, just mostly, mostly <laughs> just lies. All, all, all lies. lies. Yeah. 
<laughs> Welcome to the All Lies podcast. <laughs> yeah. All, all lies, lies are on you. Obviously, that'd be all like all lies on you. Yeah, that'd be the. Uh, is this coming from you? Don't have titles. Your huge background as a hip hop producer with nope. within the West Coast, LA scene. Yep, West Coast <laughs> LA. LA West West Coast LA. <laughs> yeah, the best coast. As opposed to yeah, yeah. I see what you're going with. Yeah, um, yeah, boys. We've had some pretty fucking killer episodes. We are on episode 95 right now. Who's next? Um, next week we have El Fantasmo from ECCW, the current ECCW champion. Uh, probably be insane. Probably the craziest uh, reaction every time we see him live. He gets fucking hyped. He, it's, he's awesome. And they're going to be at the uh, the ballroom brawl at Commodore. And uh, Svedra and I and uh, and the gang have been there uh, for the last. I haven't missed since one the beginning. Yet. Yeah, since the beginning. Really? They're amazing. They're you so good. You said they good. go on top of the uh, the balcony and they come down? The second tier. The that, first show. That was show, the very first show. The very first show. They haven't gone back to that. The comment was like, Well, you don't want to reuse, like, entertainment-wise, you don't want to reuse spots. Yeah, that's like fair the, Yeah. At the last one, uh, El Fantasmo tightrope walked on top of a steel cage and then did a backflip through a table on top of uh, the other wrestler. Fucking so. crazy. <laughs> it scared the shit out of me because as soon as he started tightrope walking the whole cage shook like he was yeah. <laughs> I'm sure and he he's was either a little... he's one way he falls on top of a bunch of people on the outside of the ring watching the match the other way eh, it could break his neck on the yeah. table so yeah he nailed like, it though lose, he lose. is fucking nailed yeah he, he is the yeah he's really good like he's so good and you know what uh some other guys from ECCW uh uh future friends of the show hopefully uh Bollywood boys <laughs> Uh, just got accepted to the WWE Cruiserweight Tournament. Yeah, they and, wrestled there this week. Yeah. So, like, I mean, ECCW is, and always has been for a long time, has been a, a breeding ground for crazy talent. And uh, El Fantasmal's definitely at the top. I mean, he's champ right now. He's had the strap for a little while. And, he was uh, the champion at the very first ballroom, bro. That's true, yeah. He's that's really funny. good, man. And uh, I, I can't wait for us to have him on next week and chat with him. And I'm very excited. Yeah, and we're, as we crawl slowly towards episode 100, we're very excited. Centennial. Centennial. Um, it's been crazy, man. Like To get to 100 episodes is pretty fucking wild. And uh, I'm sure uh, I can speak for all these guys when I say it's awesome to hear the feedback week in, week out from you guys. And it's uh it's really cool to know that you know you're affecting people that you have no no idea that you're ever affecting and uh i mean that's half the reason you want to do this half the reason i think is we want to document all this shit the other half is uh we want to make sure it's entertaining get you guys through your week and and help you out with whatever that may be um but other than that you should follow the podcast you should follow us uh uh, online, you can go to Intergalactic Interviews. Uh, we're on iTunes and Stitcher and YouTube and SoundCloud, and soon we're going to be on uh, Spotify, but uh, not yet. Pretty close though. We're going to get. They gotta there. wait. They got. You guys gotta wait a little bit. No, more. no, no. They like Spotify needs to wait. Spotify needs to wait for us. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, they should. You know, relax. I think they're they're pretty patient, motherfucker. They're pretty fucking patient. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're we're really excited. We got a lot of big, big things going on. You can also follow our Intergalactic Interviews Instagram account at Intergalactic Interviews. Super easy to do. Uh, look us up. Search us. We're literally the only ones out there. Intergalactic Interviews in a world of a million things that are similar to a million things. We are the only Intergalactic Interviews. That's so good. Look it up for now. Subscribe until... for now till this moment. <laughs> yeah, we have like an offshoot brand. Yeah, it's like all these bots. Yeah. Um, Savedra, how can people follow you online? Oh, I suppose they can follow me at the Savedra on Twitter or Michael A. Savedra on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, C-Mart. Uh, how can people follow you over there? What's going on? Well, you could follow Newby Newinson on Instagram. Oh, look at this guy switching it up. Okay. Yeah. So Instagram forward slash Newby Newinson. Newby Newinson. That's N-O-O-B-I-E-N-O-O-B-I-N. S O N coming again. Shit. Yeah, I don't know. That's not a hard way to remember that. But, Newbie uh, Newbinson. No, we might be able to put it in the in the show notes. Yeah, there. I might just have to throw that a link up there. But uh yeah, that. And uh, you can follow me individually if you want at MD underscore Boomsday. That's Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, all over the place. Facebook. Look it up. We're all around. Uh, and thank you to you guys for always listening every week. 
Uh, we love these crew episodes. We hope you like them too. They're pretty fucking random. So. Yeah. <laughs> I found we were just like jumping everywhere. I was like, yeah. this, this week was a little all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, uh, you know, I'll take it. That's so fine. That's fine. It's like a yeah. spider web. Exactly. Just like a spider web. Okay. Um, we will uh, see you guys all next week. Yeah. Yep. Mwah. Boosh. <laughs>